right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What's cooler than being cool? Ice cold. Ice cold. I can hear you. What's cooler than being cool? Ice cold. Ice cold. Okay, you know. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> nice. This, I think this is the best intro yes. so far. This, this is, is not Outcast, but it is a podcast. Ha! <laughs> I'm officially a mom. I just made a mom joke. Thank you, guys. Oh, my God. No. That was amazing. Okay, so this is Suspiria, a true crime podcast. This is Carol. I am Stephanie. And today, we're bringing you more death and horrible subjects, but you're used to that by now. If you're not, maybe you don't listen, but if you're interested, by all means, we are too. That's why we keep, you know, researching those things, and that's why, by now, our Google um, research history, research, no, search history, is quite a amazing place and i'm sure i'm on like every kind of i'm not because you know what i go incognito so the fbi can't catch me (laughs) (laughs) you know because sometimes i have to do research at work so how am i supposed to do that on my work computer just type in even if it's in portuguese like yes mass murderer Mm. from Manaus or something like that. My people from IT are gonna look at my history and be like, "What is this girl on?" Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm lucky to have a private computer I can use, and my computer is pretty secretive. I don't think it tells anything to anyone, you know, except for the people that you know use the cookies or whatever. But it tells it to the FBI. Computers know. are treacherous creatures, so. Trust me, mm-hmm. I heard your computer talking to the FBI the other day. <laughs> so, today, we're talking about a case that is not Brazilian. What a miracle! It is. Yeah. It is from one of our biggest rivals, which is... Argentina! Whoop, 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 whoop. Okay, so tell us, Carol, what yeah. is up with this case? So, today we're covering the case of Alberto Nisman, who, I mean, it's a pretty recent um, death, and it's very much unsolved. So, that's always fun. So, yeah, we're gonna go through what we know is a fact, uh, what was found to be wrong from the first official reports, and as pretty much every death that we cover here on this podcast, it's a pretty big case. And, um, as all, um, non-Brazilian crimes that we have covered in the past, it's important to, um, kind of say that there's a language barrier, so we might not have had access to 100% of the information, but I did my best on trying to research this. And I think that we have a good chunk of, you know, the truth of this case. Yep. So, yeah. We don't have any guests here today to talk about this one because no one volunteered so you guys need to you know you need to show up okay you have you one job guys this is, this is important mm-hmm. you had one job being <laughs> guests with us and you're not delivering yeah. except for you know the ones that already 
Unlike a lot of people, we are always open to criticism. So if you're from Argentina、mm-hmm. and you feel like we missed on something, or we could have added something, let us know, and we will fix that. Yeah, you can always. Yeah. Do we have any listeners from Argentina? Um, curious, I don't think it doesn't show us.、Mm. Our stats are not super like on point accurate. It just shows us. Um, continents, but no, and like the no, well, yeah, but the top countries you can't see like every single country within that、mm-hmm. continent, you know. Yeah, I don't see any Argentina. I mean, I see, I see Chile. We know who is in Chile. We see Sweden. My boyfriend is. We、there. still don't know who Sweden is, but Sweden's always there, and we love you, Sweden. It's my boyfriend. Yeah, Spain, Canada. Pretty cool. I love how we sh- we have two different stats for United States and the United States of America. It's like two separate. Yep. Yeah. I mean, tell us if you're listening from Argentina. This, and you know, I'm sure there's one of you. <laughs> At least one. Yeah. Okay. So let's jump right in. Natalio Bertunismon was born on December fifth, nineteen sixty-three, in Buenos Aires. He was a lawyer who specialized in international terrorism and had been the special prosecutor in charge of the 1994 Amia Building bombing investigation. So on July 18, 1994, there was a bombing attack on the Argentine Israeli Argentine. Is that how you say it? Argentine. Argentine. Think so. Argentinian. Yeah, Argent. Israeli Mutual Association of Buenos Aires. A.K.A. the Amia, eighty-five people were killed and hundreds of people were injured. It's Argentina's deadliest attack of its kind to date. A reminder: Argentina has the largest population of Jewish people of Latin America, and like the sixth biggest population of Jews outside of Israel. Because unlike certain countries, Brazil and U.S., Argentina did not tell Jewish people. Fleeing from the Holocaust to get the fuck out.、Mm. So there is that. Yeah, yeah. Kudos to them. So the investigation was kind of murky, and honestly, we could do an episode just on that. So we're gonna skip、um, right to the juicy details, right? So no one has been convicted of the attack, and the case is getting colder and colder. But、uh, in two thousand thirteen. Argentina signed signed a memorandum of understanding with Iran to make investigations on that a little e- easier. Allegedly, that created a breach between Nisman, the lawyer that we're talking about, and、uh, the president, Cristina Kirchner. So on January thirteenth, two thousand fifteen, he said that the memorandum was an effort to try to cover up the participation that Iran had on the attack、uh, in exchange for trade relations, like. Uh, Argentina was in the middle of an oil crisis, and Iran was gonna provide some oil in exchange for some of the grains that Argentina has. So、uh, that was based on the fact that the Argentinian government had petitioned Interpol to lift red notices against Iranian officials during the time of the negotiations for the memorandum. That in itself is kind of very sketchy. Nisman was accusing not only the president but also the minister of foreign relationships,、uh, Hector Timmerman, Deputy Andres Lahoc, and Luis Delia and Fernando、uh, Estechi. 
I don't know how to pronounce those names, how they're supposed to be pronounced. So we might like we we are definitely gonna like write them all down. So I'm sorry if I mispronounce anything. I don't speak Spanish. So uh, he alleged that they had guaranteed immunity for Iran in case that they were compromised on investigations about the attack. So that was on the 13th he made those allegations, right? On the 14th he submitted wiretapping informalities uh, to the judge that presided, was going to preside over the case, Judge Ariel Lijo. But on January 15th, the Secretary General of the Interpol at the time said that the allegations were BS, all false, fake news, whatever. On the 19th of January, 2015, his body, Alberto Nisman's body, was found hours before he was supposed to present his complaint to the Criminal Law Committee of the Chamber of Deputies. Suspicious, I tell you. Suspicious, to say the least, to be honest. Yeah. So Nisman was found next to a twenty-two caliber Bursagon on the bathroom floor of his... 13th floor apartment. Spooky. Happy Halloween, you guys. In Puerto Madero, Buenos Aires. He was found by his I've been to Puerto Madero. It's really nice. Really? I have a funny story about it that I don't know if I want to tell. But it was a bad experience in a really nice place. Okay, let's... Hold on to... Don't forget your story. I've never been to um, Argentina. So he was found by his mother, all who had unsuccessfully tried to open his door at 3 a.m. So she called in a locksmith to help her break in the service door of the apartment, which was locked from the inside. Okay, so wait a minute. Why is she trying to open the door at 3 a.m.? Probably because she she had been trying to get into contact with him and he wasn't answering the phone and everything. So that's she probably went to check on weird. him. Weird. Okay, so there was no yeah. sign of forced entry or a struggle um, on the apartment, and his body was blocking the bathroom door. According to the mm-hmm. autopsy, he died sometime on the afternoon of the 19th of a gunshot wound to his right temple. He had no sign mm-hmm. of physical attacks, and the paraffin test showed that he might not have shot the gun. That might be inaccurate, though, because the gun had a small caliber and it wouldn't leave that much residue behind blue eyes. Okay, I have to. Um, <laughs> the tw- <laughs> the twenty-two caliber gun did not belong to him, and DNA from a second person was found on the crime scene, on a coffee cup, on the kitchen sink. Ooh, so it was someone he knew. Ooh. Also, many cryptic text messages were found uh, on his phone from shortly before he died. One of them read, I'm better than ever, no, one of them read, I'm better than ever, and sooner than later, truth will prevail. Nisman had a, what what is wrong with me? (laughs) Nisman had a 10-man security team for his home, and no one was on shift when he died. Oh, that's awful. They had all been Mm -hmm. dismissed days before. Just to clarify, he had been persuaded to do so by the Secretariat of Intelligence. Sketchy. Yeah. So, uh, the gun that he was shot with was registered to Diego Lago Marcino, a computer repair technician, and one of his employees. He was a frequent guest of his home, and it was confirmed that he left the residency, uh, is that how to say it? No, residence. Residence. Residency is a doctor, so anyways, residence, uh, at around 12.54 a.m. that day. He might have been the last person that saw Nisman alive. But 
there was no fingerprints on the weapon and we don't know if he shot it or not. Now, Lago Messino earned a unusually large salary and and like that even raised a couple questions as to if they had a relationship or not, but he denied it all the allegations but that's I don't think I don't know if that's really relevant to the case. I think it was more like a sensationalism, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like on the like, last case, there was people that were saying that Macahon and Bruno had a relationship, yeah. but like, you know, that's not pertinent, so we don't spend that much time on it. So, uh, his gun was in the apartment because Nisman himself had sort of confiscated it because he didn't like that the guy had a gun. He felt that um, him and his family were not safe with it. Him, Lagos, the owner of the gun, was not safe with it. So he kind of kept it for him. Kind of thing. Yeah. So That's cool, but it's, I mean, kind of weirds me out in a way. Because it's like, he's a boss. You know, like... Unless they have some sort of like a friendship or a relationship that's not that... You know, I feel like it's overstepping. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how, uh, like, culturally people feel about that there, but, like, I'd be like, mm-hmm. excuse me, like, mind your own business. <laughs> My like... God. Yeah. So, uh, the security cameras were not working the day he died, and his phone had been tampered with to show no trace of calls for the hours before he died. I saw some reports that his computer was tampered with, too, but... I, I don't really know. So, uh, there were no witnesses for the crime, and the crime scene was poorly taken care of. Hmm. So, more than 60 people had been walking around the apartment just in the, like, hours after his body was found. So, yeah. Until 2017, the death remained sort of an open end. Either a murder, suicide, or coerced suicide. But an official report stated that he was definitely murdered, that he was assaulted by two people, beaten, then shot. Injuries like a broken septum had not been mentioned on previous official reports, and they only surfaced when there was a change in the government. It was also... Um, it has also been confirmed that he had injuries to his hips and that he had been drugged with ketamine. Ooh, what's ketamine? I feel like that's something one of my friends takes. Anyway. <laughs> it's, an, it's like an anesthesia drug. Yep. On February 18th, 2015, there were protests all over Argentina and abroad. In Buenos Aires, 400,000 people marched in silence to honor him and ask for justice. His death has also triggered a deep anti-government sentiment right on time for the 2015 election. Amazing. So it was the government. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Mm-hmm. I have zero proof and zero investigative <laughs> skills. But I am telling you, I've watched enough Law and Order and Criminal mm-hmm. Minds to tell you I am an expert. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I thought a lot about this, you guys. And, like, I have no idea what happened. What happened. Because, like, some things just don't fucking add up. Like... I looked for crime scene photos and stuff to see, like, I didn't find of, like, the body itself. Mm-hmm. But, like, how can someone position his body blocking the door from the outside? The government has its ways of doing bad things to people. The government has so much power 
and we are just little tiny little fish in the big government mm-hmm. pond so i'm telling you it was the government yeah but like i mean it could have been i think the government or or like a um, mafia the terrorist organization that whoever did the bombing yeah probably because he was meddling with that even though like 20 years have passed whatever mm-hmm. but still like it's dangerous and like he is putting himself at risk he has a 10 person security team like and that by itself like how suspicious it is suspicious it is that the government told him to dismiss his people yeah be- just like just before he died it was a murder for sure like i have no um no dispute to that but i think that i don't know i don't know there was no dude he was definitely like killed the way he was laying yeah because like there was no drag marks or anything on maybe the they forced floor, him blood. to get on that position and then killed him maybe they're like oh if you get down and don't look we're just gonna go away and then boom shot no but he was drugged so i'm assuming that he was like not awake that was unconscious so also there was no fingerprints on the gun but the gun was found like on the bathroom gloves you know so someone was holding like there was um for a short amount of time they were saying that like someone held uh his hand with the gun and made them shoot himself in the head you know what i mean mm-hmm. but there was no fingerprints there was no nothing so someone clearly like was holding a handkerchief handkerchief or something and you know but uh, i don't know i just can't like it just doesn't add up in my head you know like the crime scene like the facts so that could also be that something was meddled and the evidence does doesn't make sense because someone was trying to make it not make sense so the thing would never get solved. And I don't think it's ever going to get solved. Honestly. Yeah. Do you think the IT guy did it? Why would the IT... No. I think the IT guy helped cover it up. Maybe. Or maybe the IT guy was coerced into covering it up. Maybe the IT guy isn't hiding at like a random remote island right now because he covered it up and he was gonna snitch and they were like "Ooh, you gonna snitch we're gonna kill you too so he goes okay family let's go and he left and now he lives in an island and he drinks coconut water every day that's what i think happened i think the case is closed <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to <laughs> no that's that's a good theory yeah, I don't know. I really wish there was more information on this, you know? And how, like, I mean, we're talking, like, official reports here, like, the official investigative, like, reports, and they didn't report that he had been beaten or whatever, hmm. you know? That only happened when they changed the government. But Kishner herself had said that she didn't have anything to do with his death, which is exactly what something that had, someone that had everything to do with his death would say, right? That's exactly what I would say if I killed him. I don't have anything to do with him. Right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know. Oh my god. This is why I don't become a lawyer, you guys. Yeah. Carol is freaking cold, and it's literally 60 degrees where she is right now. And no, I am living in 40 degree weather. And I went out with a sweatshirt. 
and that was it. No. <laughs> no, I know. No, it's because I'm, like, wrapped in a blanket. No, but it's just more like a comfort thing because I am kind of, like, perpetually cold. Like Me too. Do you have yeah. low blood pressure? I have Reynolds syndrome. What is that in English? Yeah. Reynolds syndrome. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a genetic syndrome that like my arteries is like it has something to do with blood pressure but not like that kind of blood pressure it's like a uh, i don't know i googled it like a long time ago but yeah it just takes my body like a longer time to like heat up so yeah it's nice my, my hands look really creepy on cold days really so, my hands yeah. my mom tells me that they look like chicken feet Cause she said that my fingers are skinny like a chicken's. No, your hands look like chicken feet. The same way that every hand looks like chicken feet, you know? <laughs> chicken feet looks like hands. I don't know. So. I I remember. See, I have a thing with my hands. I don't like um, them at all. And I don't like people to look. I think that's why I don't like getting my nails done. Because mm. whenever, when I was in high school, whenever I used to go to a date, on a date with some guy he would always make some comment about how my fingers were too skinny and i was like they're like, oh my god th- why normal like every like every guy I went out with in high school would be like why oh why are your fingers so skinny i'm like they're, they're not so yeah, like they're... there's a reason like yeah you know my head you should say something like it's a disease you know so it's one of those things that if no one said anything i wouldn't have noticed it but now i'm like paranoid about my fingers <laughs> so i'm like oh no, god like a, that's horrible like yeah why you want to say anything about like oh my god what was that um there's a a fairy tale with the boy and the girl oh the one with the 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 the, 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 the. oh my god okay the, I, I need oh, to she's the witch that would like yeah check the finger mm-hmm. wait i need to i, I Hansel and Gretel. Is it, is it his? Yeah. Hansel and Gretel. The, so the when I out. was little, my sister used to tell me that story. And I was like, oh, see, the witch is never going to get me because my fingers are skinny. <laughs> 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 my fingers are skinny. So the freaking witch is going to get screwed because she ain't going to get me because I am not fat enough so my sister used to like feed me and be like oh you need to be fat like the boy in Hansel and Gretel I'm like why would I want to be fat like the boy that got eaten by the witch like no no No. thanks dude those fairy tales are so fucked up like yeah right I feel like that's why we're kind of fucked up now that we get like interested about these kind of things because it's like you know I mean I have you read like some of the original ones though? Mm-hmm. I have this book. I forget what it's called, but it's like based on the original Sleeping Beauty, and it's fucking creepy. Cause the guy yeah. pretty much rapes her. Mm-hmm. And it's like her dad, right? It was like uh, I was like I thought this was gonna be a horror movie, but now I'm like emotionally <laughs> scarred. I mean, not movie, mm-hmm. horror book. A horror movie, yeah. What? How would it be a horror movie if it's a book? Oh, tell you. Just open in. Tell your story about Argentina. 
oh yeah my sorry about argentina is that i went there uh we were like on a cruise and it stopped at a cruise in argentina and we were like with this like it's like my mom's friends and they like she was wanting to go to like this one specific restaurant on puerto madero and it was like a steakhouse whatever and it was like summertime it was so hot i remember being like blistering sun so i was unprepared by the amount of walking we had to do to get to that place mm-hmm. you know and it was like the puerto madero the way it is it's like uh it's a port you no know, seaside and it's like a strip of i don't like maybe like two miles or so um from beginning to end and there's like all kinds of restaurants and shops whatever so i was like starving hot sweating right and i had like these shorts on that I had never walked a long distance like that in them, but by the end of my, you know, pilgrimage, <laughs> trying to find the fucking damn restaurant, my head, dude, my legs were literally bleeding, like, because the, every time I walked, like, the shorts would, like, rub against, like, the back of my thigh, like, completely, like, it never happened to me again, because it's, like, completely You don't, like, chub rub? Not, like, chub rub, it was, like, jean rub. Oh, yeah, I had a tie hurt. gap at at the time, and it was like rubbing like against like the back of my thigh. Doesn't make sense even, but because I don't know, just cut my legs. The shorts cut my legs, and I was like, yeah, can we go to any of this fifteen thousand other nice restaurants? You know, and they were like, no, we want to go to this specific one. So I was very mad, and it wasn't even good. Like she didn't even like it at the end. So I was so mad. So mad. But it was like, yeah, we walked to, like, the end, and then we didn't see it, and then we had to walk all the way back looking for it, you know? But was the food good? No. I mean, it what was, kind of food was not it? worth the walk. It was, like, okay-ish. But, but what kind of food was it? It was like a steakhouse, the Helica. I would not walk yeah. that far for a steak. I would walk that far for mm. uh, Italian yeah. I would walk any distance for Italian, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I have a story too about walking. Not trying to overshadow not trying to overshadow your walking no, story. No, probably, probably have probably like 17 other nice stories that will tell that will overshadow your story, but I'll let you have it. <laughs> so, my, so you know how it is in Brazil. Once you're like 12, your parents are like, okay, you're an adult, go live your life. <laughs> oh, my parents... <laughs> No. So no. my sister is five years older than me. So I was seven, she was twelve. So my mom she asked my mom to go to the mall and my mom was one of those people. I don't know if your mom did that because you're the oldest sister, but my mom would send me with my sisters everywhere so I could snitch on them. <laughs> so no. my mom was like, Yeah, you can go to the mall, but take your sister and my sister was like, Oh fuck, gotta take this kid. Anyway, we go to the mall. Somehow, my sister freaking loses the money for the bus ride back. No. No. Yeah. And I'm actually, I need a minute. I'm going to Google map the distance that we walked. Okay. Are you ready for it? I need to do this in miles. How do I change Google from kilometers to miles? Just Google X miles and kilometers. True. Oh, See? Kilometers. You're smart. I'm not. Thank you. You're not supposed to agree with that. 
Well, you're not supposed to anticipate everything that I'm going to say because you're <laughs> surprises. Okay, so uh, it's not as bad as you may think. It was mm. five miles, five point something miles. But, <laughs> but when you are a six-year-old child, oh, yeah, and it's blazing hot because this town I used to live in was literally like a hundred degrees, like every day, like perpetually a hundred degrees. So yeah, and your legs are like two inches long. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So like, and my sister's tall. My sister has always been five nine. Ever since I can mm. remember. So, like, she's taking one step, and I'm taking four steps to catch up. <laughs> so, and, like, we called our home, and my freaking snake-ass aunt was staying over. And instead of, like, giving my dad the phone or whatever, you know what she did? Mm. She goes she goes to my sister, Carla, you didn't clean the house when you get home i'm gonna get you in so much trouble because you didn't clean the house and then she hangs mm-hmm. up <laughs> and you know like how fo- uh public um public telephones in brazil had the little mm-hmm. card that you had to put mm-hmm. in yeah that was our last chance at a call the card <laughs> she had one call on a fucking card so off we go to like walking home and my sister used to take the bus from school to our house every day, and mm. the bus rode by the mall. So she knew the bus route. So we did mm. the fucking bus route, which was probably a lot farther away than five miles, because, mm-hmm. you know, buses have to do, like, twists and turns and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. All I know is that we got home at, like, eight at night. Mm. And my sister had, she like, her and I had, like, blisters in our feet. Because it was so hot and we were walking. And she had to clean the whole house because my aunt was staying over. Wow, that sucks. And then the next day I got a fever. And my mom said it was because I walked in the sun too much. I think she was lying, but who knows. That's my walking story. an excuse not to ever walk again. (laughs) Yes, don't walk in the sun, guys. You're Mm going to get a fever. You're going to get a fever. And it's not going to be good. Mm Mm-hmm. Tell us your walking story. Have you ever walked a long time because your sister, your dumbass 12-year-old sister, lost the money, the bus money? Oh, and we used to take buses. She would pay for the bus, and I would go under the the thing and not pay for it because I was little. They don't even have those here. At least not here in Boston. I know. Yeah. I know they have, like, I know here in Orlando, I never rode the bus here, but they have, like, a card thing. Because I know that I can ride the bus for free because of the college I go to. So, you can just, like, clock. Yeah, but, uh, so, in Brazil, guys, just so I can, like, I don't sound like an idiot. Because you guys (laughs) don't see me motioning, so you don't know what I'm talking about. So, in Brazil, uh, you get on the bus. It's, it's like, towed through by hands. Because we're Brazil. Because we're, like, yeah. (laughs) So, in Brazil, you you get in the bus, get on the bus, and there's the bus driver, and you walk a, a few steps, and there's someone who takes uh, your cash, or uh, there's like the little card machine where you tap your card mm-hmm. and you go through, and as you go through this person, there's like a gate, it's like a metal gate, not a, it's like a rotor, rotary thing, it's not a, yeah. it's not a gate, it rotates, it's like a, 
yeah, rotating, the, the rotating door, but little. Yeah. Yeah, the thing that slaps you the ass as you as you like walk walk by because it rotates and. Yeah, like in New York, yeah. like mm-hmm. the, the ones they have in the subway in New York. Mm-hmm. So, as a child, what my parents would have me do, and what I would do by myself or with my sisters, is I would go under it. Because I was so little. Actually, I did that in, like, fifth grade, too, because I was so little. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. And then my sister would have to pay for the bus because she was tall. So, ha, ha, ha. See? Being tall is not an advantage. Because I pretended to be six until I was, like, ten. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. Yeah. Oh, guys. This is a public transportation podcast. You guys, hmm? have you guys played the Mega Millions yet? <laughs> Who, That's I'm telling you, there. next time you listen to this podcast, I'll be on my way to Monaco mm. to live in my penthouse with uh, a virtual boyfriend that I have found that also lives in Monaco, and mm. we're going to be happily ever after. Sounds like a plan. As long as you don't forget about us here, it's fine. Because, you know, you do have to pay taxes on it. But if you give me some of the money, I don't necessarily have to. So, that's great. <laughs> I will give you $5, precisely. I can definitely troubles. buy some chicken nuggets with that, so I'm fine. Yeah, you can buy... What can you buy with $5? You can buy... Food-wise. Uh, you can buy chicken... Well, you can buy anything... They sell McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. But like actual decent food. Can you even buy decent food for five dollars? You can no. buy ramen noodles. You can buy five ramen noodles. Well that's not decent food. Better than McDonald's. Uh, yeah, we could argue about that. You can buy a side of sweet potato fries. Think about it. I know what you can do. You can go to Chili's or do like a drink for like $2 and you have the free chips. Right? Like I have never meal. been to Chili's, so I don't know. Well, that's your problem. But yeah, I want to go doing. to Chili's because of the office. That's the only reason why I want, I want to go to Chili's. Do you have Chili's over there? Yeah, there's one. Actually, it's funny because uh, yesterday I went to the steakhouse that I used to work at. And there's mm. a Chili's right across the street. And I was with my mm. sister. And I was like, oh, we should go there, like, in the office. And she just looked at me like, please shut up. So I... Yeah, you should definitely go to Chili's. It's a good place. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to have a Dundee's Award. I wonder how many people have, like, Dundee's Awards at Chili's. Mm. That should be, like, a thing. It definitely should. Or, like... Yeah, like, like oh my god, we should definitely like see every drink that Pam drinks at the Dundies and like yeah, drink every single thing that she ordered like from every the menu. Every single so we... one of them. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be great. That's Let's have. That's gonna be guys. That's gonna be our meetup. A Dundies oh award. Definitely. I wonder if so. See, in Brazil, YouTube um, YouTubers, they have meetups. Mm-hmm. I wonder if podcasters do that. They do, sometimes. But it's usually, like, if there's, like, a live show or, like, a conference or something, they usually talk about that. No, but not a fucking live show. Like, 
Just a meetup. Just let's go to the mall, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, something I know like that. that. Gen Y does some meetups sometimes. Who? Gen Y. The podcast. Generation no, Y. I don't. I listen to them to fall asleep. I love the podcast. You guys. Doesn't mean that it's bad just because I sleep to it. It's fine. My favorite podcasts are the ones I listen to to fall asleep. So, totally recommend Gen Y. I love them. So. Um. I don't really listen to podcasts unless I'm driving. Mm. Yeah, driving too. I love the driving ones. Yeah, like, when I yeah. first got into podcasts, there was one podcast that I listened to religiously. And that podcast I listened, like, everywhere. Mm. But then I was just like, okay, now I'm gonna make it, like, something special. Because I was, like, running mm. through episodes too fast. So I was like, okay, no. I'm gonna make driving my podcast time. So whenever mm. I drive... I listen to podcasts. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so then it doesn't take me, like, it takes me longer to catch up, which mm-hmm. is good, because then by the time I catch up, they already have more episodes, so I don't have to, like, wait mm-hmm. a whole week for it. Mm. Yep. Yepers. I feel like I used to listen to so many more podcasts, you know, I've been kind of, like, losing interest on many of them. That I used to always listen to, like, you know. I mean, I guess that the no longer we are, like, part of this whole community thing, the more drama there is and the more, like, you know, I cannot endorse this yeah. kind of thing happens. So you're like, yeah, I don't know. So. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'm like, oh, I wonder if my opinion about this podcast would have been different if I had never joined, like, Facebook groups. I know, You know, right? or if somehow I would have found out about X, Y, or yeah. Z. Probably wouldn't. Because I, I know a lot of people... Found. Yeah, true. Yeah. But I know a lot of people that, like, listen to certain problematic podcasts that, like, have no idea what the... <gasps> Sorry, I just what? got really excited. What? We have one play in Africa. Oh. <laughs> yes. Thank you, like whoever everywhere. went to Morocco and ah. played it. Oh my God, Morocco, we love you. Yeah, I don't even know if it was Morocco. I'm just, I'm just, because oh, that's the one place I suggested. So I'm just guessing. Guys, Brazilian election. It's black. it's on Sunday. It's on Sunday, and we need to have an episode of Black Mirror about it. Like, I need a big bank on that idea, dude. Have an like, episode of Black Mirror set on this election, you know, because it's it's too much. Like, it's not even worth updating you guys, because, like, every day it's something else, you know? Like, you know how... No, you know how, dude, you know how they think that Bush is now, like, cute and whatever? I'm Who like, thinks that? A lot of people like, oh, President Bush is, you know, a cute painting, whatever. You know, some people say that. Yeah. Mm. I'm feeling like that towards Trump now. It doesn't seem as bad now that we have, like, a, bad, a worse version of it. Do you see the Fox News actually came out today saying that the guy was super offensive? Bolsonaro? No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> if Fox News is Fox calling News. you offensive. Mm-hmm. It's bad, you guys. Yeah, we'll we'll update um, when we have to cancel this podcast due to censorship in like a week or two. 
So, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. No, it's funny because with the new developments about him, I told someone in my life that supports him about that. Mm-hmm. And this person was like, that's probably just fake. I'm like, yeah. um, no, the Superior Court was like talking about it. Mm-hmm. And this person like later on was like, I'm trying to find it on Instagram, and I don't see anything. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, because yeah. Instagram is definitely going to have the fucking news. You need to go to the Superior Court website, and you look for it, and then no. you see. Goodbye. Yeah. What's funny is that people were saying it was fake news, but then when it was proved not to be fake news, they're like, yeah, I'm all for corruption. You know, I, I am money laundering, basically. Like, they're being, like, pieces of shit, so... Yeah, I mean, we probably will update you guys a little more when all this, you know, closes up. We already know who's going to win. We don't like the uh, result. And it's scary. And I mean, I don't like... I, I obviously don't like the result. I don't see any results that I would actually like. Yeah. However, I'm just like, I'm having faith in the legal system. Mm. that like there's a system of checks and balances that is gonna stop all the bad things from happening i hope so you know i really hope so yeah anyway so let's finish this guys because this is depressing i have one more thing to say that we haven't done in a while shout outs okay so today we have a nice compiled two week shout outs. We first have Charimar, Yene, David, Bruna, Sophie, Bruno, Lola, Eng, Anna, and the one and only Andre. Who Yes Yes yeah. that, Oh yeah, that's what we uh-huh. were forgetting. Our friend Andre from, you know, Everywhere. the darkest yeah. side of Facebook. <laughs> he has just launched a uh podcast also about murder mm-hmm. it's called bruh is a murder and it's like a very interesting idea he's a really amazing um man of color i was gonna say woman of color sorry andre it's <laughs> because <laughs> i'm so used to saying that i'm a woman of color he's an amazing man of color <laughs> he's an amazing man of color who's always like um on Facebook, he's always uh, trying to bring awareness to people mm-hmm. who aren't aware of uh, the problems people of color face. And he's always willing to educate dumbass white people who <laughs> just say the stupidest things on Facebook mm-hmm. and think there's no consequence. Anyway, his podcast is super cool. Mm-hmm. Go like it on Facebook. Go subscribe to it. Yeah. Give it a five-star review. All of that, Andre, we're here for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I guess that's it. Okay, guys. It's okay. been real. Oh, until next time yeah. with our very special Halloween episode. <gasps> Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. I am ready. I'm so ready. So spooky. Very, very spooky, but also not too spooky. I mean, we do have some ghostly appearances on the podcast, and we did have some... Yeah, some things happening during the recording that, you know. (laughs) That were creepy as fuck. I'm still kind of spooked out, but it's fine. Okay, guys, it's been real. Goodbye. 
Ciao. Goodbye. Ciao. Thank you for listening to another episode of Suspiria, a true crime podcast. If you are a creep and enjoy listening to all this horrible information, please write us a five-star review on iTunes. And also follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram as Suspiria Podcast. Facebook is also Suspiria Podcast. If you want to follow Carol, you can follow her at Suspiria Carol. And you can follow me at eu.steph. Note, none of us post anything interesting. We do, actually. Also, if you want to support the podcast, please consider answering our listener survey. It will help us out immensely, and we will be eternally grateful. If you have any case suggestions, feel free to drop them over at suspiriapodcast at gmail.com. Or, if you want to be part of this podcast, you can also email us. We promise we won't bite. Ciao! Ciao.